A burning ATM. KPIS.FM. It's a wonderful station. 516-515-0664 are the numbers you dial if you want to talk to us for a while. See a thug and see bro, yeah, I'm still bullshit. Need to sit down, take a chew and chew my money till we run it till we get it. Paul Wall in the coolest foot was ain't talking. Money speak, all that bullshit, keep it. Run the side, run the side. Yeah, then she's like, oh, I have COVID. And I was like, cool, I probably do too. But I will say this, that it's been pretty mild. Um, I haven't felt like bad. I've just kind of felt like meh. You got but the that's, newest variant that's kind of chill. Yeah, Omicron yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, COVID code red, you know, the code of the streets. <laughs> this is <laughs> a little better, yeah. Right? <laughs> Although I saw a new, they got a new, like, pink colored Mountain Dew out that I don't know what it is. I got to find out about it. I guess it's Mountain Dew gay, I think. <laughs> I thought it was like Mountain Dew, like uh, like uh, vaginal secretions. <laughs> God, <laughs> that's the new spiked one they got out. Spiked like uh, an alcoholic Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh yes, I have I seen this. A yes, picture of that. At Holy Walmart, shit! And it's got. Yeah. It, I thought I saw some pink coloration in it. So maybe. It, <laughs> Did you pull the trigger, Robert? You didn't buy boozy Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, man. I, I was like, which Walmart was this? And she's like, I don't know, like. You know, my friend Haley sent it to me. It's a test market. They're doing a test market in Nashville, right? Only Omaha and Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get like for, 10 yeah, cases, and JT, we're going to stockpile them at your house. Dude, I yeah. do a dude that's like a punk, like a type of punk that stockpiled for Loco and had some still in like 2014, like OG Loco. Hell yeah, was, yeah. He was in this club that was called Pirate Punks. My boy Foster, he's so sick. They all wear like the same matching vest. It's like kind of biker gang style, except it says pirate punks. They're honestly the fucking coolest. And they all like went in on it right before it went bad. And so they still have, they probably still don't have a reserve. This was years ago. I don't know, man. If they're real punks, I don't see how they could stockpile booze of any kind. It's funny. I like to stockpile booze for about four to six hours in my refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's gone. Me and my fiance stockpiled two bottles of whiskey yesterday, and I feel like fucking shit. I just turned 40, and I cannot drink that much anymore, man. This is like the most hungover I've been in. I drank five beers last night, fell asleep at 9 p.m., woke up at 6. Fantastic. I'm like, God, that was good sleep. I woke up last year into his bed, tried to eat it. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I woke up and opened up my laptop and I was watching The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, you know you no idea why I downloaded it last <laughs> night, apparently. It's some moment That's of funny because you're always, you're always going off to me about how you hate the fucking Hobbit. I hate Hobbit. I hate Gandalf. Because all hate, the fucking hair on I hate midgets. I hate piss. people that are really tall also. I hate magic, too. So mix all those things yeah, together. Magic, magic is actually thing, terrible. The only thing, the only it. good thing, Mike. The only good oh, thing, dude. Mike, you've ever said about the Hobbit was you did like those cool pipes that they smoke. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they smoke a lot of weed, which is definitely cool as hell. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hobbits can kick it, but I don't want to kick it too close. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. Because yeah. I I can't. Cause I have <laughs> COVID, so you got to stay six feet away, you fucking Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, Hobbit rules, please. Six feet away. You have to enter through a different door. I bet you're like, so. He's tall, right. man. I bet he's fucking so tall that the Hobbit couldn't even get COVID nineteen. You would have to stack two hobbits on top of each other in a trench coat for them to get fucking fight me. I'm fighting two hobbits to prove a point. I think we know what I mean by hobbit. 
<laughs> like a Voltron of hobbits would have to fucking form <laughs> for me to even let him in the door. Let's say Power no, Ranger kind of situation. Yeah. Ring the right fucking buzzer. <laughs> Stop bringing my damn buzzer. I mean, this guy. You guys normally record an episode. I just we just enter mid mid conversation and just go. I don't know. Yeah, usually actually. All right, cool. That's fine with me. But you don't – do you normally or do you not normally record Grandpa Joe's style, though? What's Grandpa Joe's style – Robert's new to Nashville, so we used to sit at the same table and try to be on camera together if we were yeah. people in. Yeah. Yeah. This like you you missed it at the like beginning. Um, at the beginning, I was informed that we would be um, – that the theme is uh, is what uh, – lounge and that we oh. uh, would be recording Grandpa Joe style. Yeah, welcome to the lounge, Mike. <laughs> Relax in there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lean it back. I get it. I get it. I'm very adaptable. I'm like holding onto a chair really tightly <laughs> in order to do this. It's not really on we do our show it's like live on the air so it's sort of the same but not really you know i mean you guys got a youtube live channel you go to no it's just like broadcast like the station we're on broadcasts it so <laughs> yeah yeah so it- <laughs> So I can't do it. I've got to edit me to a hot energy on my takes. <laughs> the Jerry Springer of fucking internet radio over here. Too hot. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Howard Stern, you know what I mean? I'm like getting people in my room naked. Me. <laughs> Throwing sit, fucking sit on this, sit on this, uh, sit on this Bluetooth speaker. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> we had someone come in last week and just tied him to a symbian sex machine for an hour. Symbian sex machine. Wow. I'd like to see one of those. <laughs> yeah. A symbiote? Yeah. Yeah. I've had sex once and I was bad at it. I don't know. Detail. I went to a sex shop and it was the one on North Loop. You know, oh, you guys aren't in Austin. There's just like six. I've been to Austin. I've been to Austin once. Yeah, I've been there twice, but it was you know, 20 years ago, maybe something like that. So yeah, North Loop. Yeah, yeah. That one, right. Yeah. That, that dude, oh, dude, the North Loop. Yeah, dude, I was over at the Crackle getting fucking shit-faced, you know? You got shit-faced at North Loop? That's my G right there. Back when it was the warehouse district, dude, I slept outside. Oh, man, I love oh, a yeah, good warehouse know. district. I go to a new city, first place I go is a warehouse district. I start a practice space with my friends, and then we just see the neighborhood change. Can't explain why. I like living in New York because you can't really gentrify anywhere here. It's all just kind of fucking whatever, and you know what I mean. Not anymore. Sort of hard, yeah. At this point in time, it's all it's all done being gentrified. There's nowhere left to go. I went to New York in both times. I was just terrified. Everything was so big. I went to a yoga class, and there's tons of people in the yoga class, and they all changed in front of each other. They didn't even go into the bathrooms. It's like they didn't have time. They all changed and like. In yeah, that's area. very New York. Very New York. Yeah. Time is money, baby. Everybody's yeah. naked, changing their clothes everywhere. Yeah, I got four job interviews today. I got COVID. <laughs> how am I gonna fucking explain that? They got COVID too. That's how we do it here. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'm only allowed. I'm only allowed to interview with the boss who has COVID. I went to a place in I went Chinatown. You guys been to Chinatown? Oh yeah, it's crazy down there. It smells it weird, yeah. dude. It is insane. I was blown. People were just bustling back and forth. People had just stacks of chairs. They're walking around with stacks of chairs. We had it. We had it. And oh, actually, ooh, I'm so 
I'm supposed to be on SNL next season, so we can't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. I'm actually pretty hopeful for myself for next season. Yeah? You got yeah. some characters written, some sketches going? Oh, yeah. I got yeah. a racist podcaster. Yeah. I got uh, um, I'm not liberal. I'm doing that a lot. The guy who says things like are pink or gay. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> no, I'm glad the guy who says that things are pink or gay. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the last true homophobic man. I'm like, <laughs> 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 Wait, I thought that was going to be. Who are these guys for kissing on the train? I thought that was on Fox's summer lineup, the last homophobic <laughs> man on earth. Well, Forte, the last homophobe. <laughs> you know, it used to be that way, though. It's funny because I'll find what myself. It used to be that way. It used to be that way. Yeah, people um, used to be really homophobic. Yeah, right. well, it did. Back in my day, people were still really homophobic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you couldn't be holding another man's hand in public. <laughs> no, you're right, man. Not it's unless true. you were saving his life. Maybe you, you were a Hollywood elite, you could get away with it. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. if you were a Hollywood elite, you couldn't be gay in the early 2000s. That was like a secret you had to keep. Tom Cruise is gay. He'll never tell a soul. I, he, I don't think he can read either. Isn't that? I think that's true that Tom Cruise cannot read. He's yeah, like so dyslexic, he like no, memorizes I, but, Right, he memorizes the shapes of the letters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the kind of, the kind of sound that he has to Yeah, exactly. He thinks he can't read because he doesn't understand that that's what everyone's doing is they're just memorizing <laughs> the shapes of the letters. <laughs> What's the thing that people say they have where it's like math makes me see colors and so, or I can hear sounds, stuff like that? Uh, oh, tripping yeah. on LSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've tried that before. <laughs> Did not go so well in trigonometry class in high school. Uh uh. You're writing down like blue. It's, it's, it's your AP <laughs> yeah. Two yeah. plus two equals blue. Teacher's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking not correct. Damn, this kid's yeah. smart. Yeah, this guy. He's on a he's on a whole other spectrum. Over yeah, so, guy, yeah, yeah, so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> they just moved me along anyway. Yeah. In 2013 in Sacramento, a dude was downtown wearing skinny jeans and he got stabbed. Cause, cause, like, for, for being like queer. He, the guy yeah. was like, oh, you're wearing girl jeans and stabbed him. <laughs> that's, that's pretty um, fucking sick. That's, that's, <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny because I've always heard tolerant, um, uh, genteel stories of, of pure heartland America coming out of Sacramento. Oh, man. Sacramento, <laughs> Vesalia, fucking the whole Back Fresno. The, yeah. That's okay. so strange. All I hear is how everybody just loves each other and greets each other on the street with a howdy and a doff of the cap. How and, do you uh, do? Right? Go down to this and yes, Sacramento and, River together and just enjoy the afternoon. Drink straight from the streams. Oh, wait, <laughs> Sacramento <laughs> River, is that like an alley downtown? <laughs> Sacramento River is there's like a type of dude that hangs out there called a river rat. And like, the way to talk about someone in Sacramento is you be like, oh, they're like a river person. And it's like, that means they like smoke meth and have like a lifted truck. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> nice, dude. Now, now, is this lifted truck also rolling coal? Oh, dude. Sacramento does not have the mechanical mindset on how to do that. If someone sold rolling coal trucks there, they'd do it. But it's not like they have trucks because they're like cool mechanic guys that work out of their yard. So what, So what you're saying is, there's a potential market there for some coal rolling lifted trucks in Sacramento. Maybe the most tolerant place in the country. The most tolerant place. If it, it, I want to put Sacramento into perspective, I'm like 
considered smart in Sacramento. <laughs> I'm considered okay. smart in Davis. So <laughs> put yeah. this into perspective then for me. If you're if you're smart in Sacramento, what does that make you in Austin, Texas? Uh, dude, have you that liberal? You, you can go into Austin, Texas, and go into any bar and see a hundred me's. I am I am bottom of the barrel. You cloned like, yourself? <laughs> I came cloned. I'm a copy paste dude. It's like bearded tattooed dudes that just like smoking weed as a personality are you like know what? from Austin. It's like every dude in Austin. That's what I everyone could... in Denver is like. That's what everyone in Portland, Oregon is like. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Portland, Oregon's bunches of me, except they're all like older with careers. Sort of, man. Fuck. I lived in Portland for like six years and I had to go. Like, I started. Yeah. Like, yeah, having an artisanal pickle factory ain't a career, kid. Yeah. Wait, Portland, Oregon. There's a coffee shop there called Crema. There's a guy named Victor that worked at a coffee shop there for over a decade. Okay. I know I that I had two ex girlfriends move there and start like hanging out with them. With and I'm like, I know this guy. I don't know. I've never met him, but he definitely, we are the same type of dude. Because, right. You're like, yeah, you know him. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know yourself. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. the same. I've had two. Like I remember one when I was like 19 and one when I was like 23. Crema. Crema it's a coffee shop. Apparently a really hot, cool guy named Victor works there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't lived there for 10 years, so it might've been. He was working there then. Yeah. Fuck. I never, I never met the guy, but I probably remember him too. If he looks exactly like you. Pretty, I don't know what he looks like. Crazy looking. So. The peanut-shaped birthmark on my chest. <laughs> a penis-shaped birthmark on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> the strangest thing. Check this out. <laughs> New people move to town. Oh, you just moved to town, huh? Where'd you come from? Oh, awesome. I'm going to draw that on my penis. I'm going to draw check a penis out, on my penis just so I can show it to everybody. You got to check this out. You got to check this out. <laughs> Brand new, hanging out down by the bus depot downtown, waiting for people to roll off the bus. Hey, you ever Damn seen a shaped birthmark? <laughs> Gotta check this out. Fuck, that sounds like some Port Authority shit. I should yeah, go start doing that yeah. once I get over this COVID. The city yeah, he hires me to do this for South. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> he pays me to do this. The ambassador for the city of Austin. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, you get a key, you get a penis shaped key. I'm going to our sister city, Berlin, and doing it. Like, <laughs> they have a guy like you already. This is Germany. You guys love that. You guys love that South by Southwest down there, right? Man, it's a. You get all jazzed up for that. So cool, dude. Yeah, oh, I like the tech part. The the uh, four weeks before the music part starts. There's a I, yeah, I, I I hated your leaders being accessible to me. I. I yeah. hate music, so I once the tech bros started coming in, I was like, "Cool, my people." Thank yeah. God, yeah. He was going every year, just hoping that there would be something other than music for the first ten years. You know, one year George W. Bush was on a panel just talking about stuff. <laughs> when, he, when he was a president or after? No, dude, like three or four years ago. That's oh, cool, man. That's, he's a he's, he's an a artist. Lovable, he's a lovable moron. You know, he's really he's, he's got a cool he, legacy. He's now. a fine artist. Yeah, he's t oh he he. Yeah. Here's the thing. I would kill for one of his pieces, even like a print, a quality giclée of his hold piece. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say that too loud, okay? Because if anything happens and you do end up actually George killing Bush. somebody yeah. for a painting by George I would kill George, Bush. George W. Bush for one of his paintings. 
JLW for one of his or a shot at his wife. Right. Yeah. You, you, you better you better hope that the, they're both um, healthy and wealthy and wise and accounted for. Otherwise, the FBI is coming to knock on your door. I just yeah. love his shit, man. Like as soon as he wasn't president, he was like, "Yep, I am a fucking idiot." You know, I'm a fucking simple, fucking stupid, fucking idiot. You know, and like I'm just gonna be nice to everybody. Like I, you know, like he's just friends with everyone now. Like you know, he's people with Ellen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's from uh, all the Clintons and shit. You know, he's just weed like, with Ellen. It's like, yeah, everyone was right. I am a fucking idiot. You know, like, you know, <laughs> and you me. can too. Yeah. It was really hard to pretend I wasn't around with the Clintons. Yeah, just living exactly. it, just living, loving life, killing people, fucking getting away with it with the Clintons. You know, going to a card game at the Obama. Oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> just, just having your cousin. Bring tons and tons of pounds of weed into Arkansas with the Clintons. It's George, George, George W. and the Clintons. And then, and then someone he, sees them doing it, they just kill them. Some of that, get away with it. You jazz know? Next thing you know, you're in a cutting session with Bill Clinton. He's wearing the sunglasses. He's, He's a cool one cat. He's a cool cat. Yeah, yeah. You can't act like he probably isn't so much fun to hang out with. Oh, dude, <laughs> come Bush on. Are probably like the chillest, most fun dudes to kick it with. Yeah, dude. Every he was, person. He was the son of a former president himself, too. Like he had no responsibilities before, yes, and now yeah, after he's just during like during and after, yeah, yeah. That guy gets him into college. He's just blowing lines the whole time. They just give him a fucking degree because he's the <laughs> son of the president. You know, well, they're afraid <laughs> it, right, at the time. At the time, they're afraid his old man, his head of the CIA, would have them murdered. Well, I mean, probably sleep. fair fear. You know, what's so huh. cool about W W's dad is like. He just worked in oil and banking and railroads and then just got a job as the head of the CIA one day. Like he applied for it. And they yeah, and it's right like now. crazy that you clearly had not been working for the CIA this whole time, right? No, just but well, uh, right, right, exactly. Oh, dude, you are really good at interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the logistics of running the train or whatever, you know, that's going to fit in really well with the fucking us, you know, our clandestine foreign wars, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. All these idiots yeah. showed up to this job fair and they can't even write their name. <laughs> and you, oh, you're going straight to the top, kid. You got it. Yeah, literally, straight to the top. Like at the very top, immediately, straight there. Yeah, he got caught. He got caught mopping the floor on day one, and they said, "No, no, kid, you're way too overqualified." Equations on the blackboard after he was done mopping. They're like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, he does the equation on the blackboard. Indeed. <laughs> Who could have solved this? So it's like, uh, 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 Trying to think of the equation, but all I can think of is the word Noriega because I'm <laughs> something like that. You know what I mean? That's the solution. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ollie North is sitting in the back of the class. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Textbook. You're smarter than me. You can make a better joke about that. <laughs> no, that's pretty good actually, man. Well, Noriega is a fucking high-priced punchline. Okay. High price punchline. That's a top shelf punchline, if you will. You can't you can't be a dictator of a, of a Central American country with acne scars like that and not fucking get into some high price punchlines. Um, should we talk about prank, prank calling at all? Because that's like why we're right. That's our thing. Yeah, you want to do? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> I got people. What I like. So I got my buddy in Oakland to put up a bunch of stickers. Okay. And Street I think, team. 
I've been getting voicemails from the Oakland people, and it's like clearly kids. <laughs> oh, like children? Hell yes. I mean, that's I mean, never, better to yeah. do. Hell yeah! Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> That would be called a sizzle word. (laughs) 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 Did you prank us in the episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, We were trying to be a call-in show, but no one was calling, so we turned into a call-out show, you know? I do. Yeah. Um, I, I like when I, I one time we put out a thing, they're like, hey, we'll be in the, we'll be in the, we'll be in the studio from this time to this time. And like, the only person that called in was my friend Brian and was clearly trying to plug his podcast. And I was like, that's my G. We, uh, we aired it. His podcast yeah. would be good. We'll air it. Shoot, shoot your shot, man. You gotta fucking, you know what I mean? You wanna quit your job eventually to do a podcast so wait, or whatever? So is that is that the format of the show now? You just invite other people with uh podcasts or internet radio shows on to come and plug their show on your show? It's kind of like a We will be editing out the name of your guys' show to be clear. We haven't said it yet. No, we shouldn't, I guess. Probably. Not. So if you guys do want, we just charge a little 5000 to 6000 5, bucks. That's fine. 5000 to $6,000. Cool. Um, let me just text my rich daddy and just get him to, um, you know, just put some money in my account. Man, I wish I got into, like, programming or computers in my teens, but instead I just read a bunch of books about Freemasonry because I was like, this is interesting. Well, you seem to be doing pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Kicking it Grandpa <laughs> Joe style on a yeah. Sunday. Welcome to the lounge, boys. Yeah. So you are you're doing telemarketing again. You stopped for a minute, right? I did stop. Yeah. Did you did you because of this show? Oh yeah. No. I had to focus on the show. Yeah. No, I mean I, it I, takes I, up all your time sometimes. Sometimes you go you hit the phones for pleasure and you go, Can I do this for business? Yeah. You know? And yeah. you just gotta focus on hitting the phones for pleasure. Yeah. 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 I guess you're basically just prank calling for for money yeah for money yeah Yeah. (laughs) which is the dream (laughs) so uh, are they hiring absolutely every job is hiring it's also easy and fun i had a buddy who did that uh when we were in high school and he he absconded with some of the tapes and uh he would play us some of the calls and one of them well they record them i guess so for like so you can like yeah yeah well for quality control purposes yeah exactly yeah yeah and he would play him, and he got this guy really good one time. He kept asking for for the lady of the house because he had a man on the phone. And he said, the guy said, oh, she's not here. And he kept going, oh, so uh, she's downstairs. She's just putting away the laundry. She'll be up in a minute. And he, he had this guy go, oh, so she's just outside working in the yard, and she's going to be in in a second to have a little sweet tea or something like that. And he had this guy going for five minutes, I'd say. And he kept getting more agitated more agitated. And we'd smoke, we'd smoke shitty fucking Midwestern dirt weed and just laugh our asses off to that that's so fun i love listening to calls like that dude simpler times. i like listening to the jerky boys so it's kind of similar i think you know i've never listened to the jerky boys oh you haven't listened to the jerky boys good, <laughs> oh, man. Really frank rizzo <laughs> yeah there you go yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah like ahmed a, and, and and rizzo yeah i feel like that's a normal pipeline right like you're a kid and you're just calling like I had a radio show when I was in middle school throughout high school, and we would just call the, like, we would prank call on the radio all the time. And that was just something that we just thought of, you know. And then you hear the Jerky Boys, then you hear, like, Longmont Ocean Castle, and then, like, you know, you dig deep. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know Phil Hendry, but I've been fucking consuming that like crazy lately. He does a radio show where he, I mean, I don't know what he does now. Do you see this radio show where he would be the, the host and the caller? 
that like and like he's like talking to himself and like like bug button that makes it sound like it's on the on the on the a phone call you know what i mean and it's fucking nuts it's like uh he, he's like our guest this hour is a guy who's saying that like black people should pay white slave owners reparations for the income they lost when slavery ended <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that like, he like argues with himself and then they start letting real people call in that don't know that it's like a, a setup and it's fucking very good stuff i highly recommend it damn, damn I really, yeah it's fucking insane i don't know how this guy is talking to himself like as fast as he is like it's fucking well, it's a mike, singular gift you know mike mike you know exactly how he's talking to himself you see it all the time on the streets of new york no schizophrenia you mean <laughs> or borderline personality yeah there you go yeah, yeah. The whole is involved that yeah i would agree yeah Totally. That's weird. I kind of thought maybe you'd be like a student of prank calls. <laughs> That's why you don't have to be. It's I guess, I'm a lot of thing like seven year olds think oh, of. You know what I mean? Well, wait, wait, hold on just a second, real quick. Seriously, uh -huh. we have we have engendered a coalition right now, unbeknownst to us. Yeah. We are starting the first fucking university of prank callology. We could sell this. We could sell. Robert, we could sell something. If yeah, t-shirts and mugs. We teach, and, so if we bring you in, we teach you how to prank call. Yes, because right. we, yeah. we're standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, yes. The shoulders of giants. And I, we, don't, I don't know of any other. I don't know of other prank phone call media <laughs> that is existing right now. There's actually. So I watched a YouTube doc one time that was talking uh -oh. about a people that meet on a Discord. I think I don't really know how Discord works, but it's it seems just, like, it's just like a fucking, it's just like a chat thing. You know, that's it's stupid. It's, it works like this. Discord, but they they do a style of prank calling where they get people to delete tweets that they have complaining about companies. I listen. Okay, weird. All right. Like, calls and he's like, "Hey, I'm from the cable company you tweeted about. I can't believe you tweeted that. We're gonna cancel your cable unless you delete your tweet." <laughs> And the guy will delete it, and that will be the whole prank. And I'm like, that's good because the guy will never find out he's being pranked, and that's like, yeah, that's, right. I, I, I like that too. I like like coming to conclusion with a call where it seems like the person is just vaguely confused, but they don't think I'm like pulling a joke on them or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just asking strange yeah. questions or just Re yeah. regular old tomfoolery. Yeah. Oh yeah, I sell like one of the things I sell right now is like a streaming service. And so I like to call a business and I'll say, hey, do you guys have TVs? And if they say no, I'll go, God, you guys got to get some TVs. <laughs> TVs in there, man. I can hook you up with a thing to play on them. No yeah, problem. I say, well, you get TVs, you know who to call, right? And they go, no. And I go, all right, you have a good rest of your day. Some cold calling. They have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. They're, I was... trying, to, they're trying to star six nine you so they can get back in touch to get that number for those TVs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it funny that it's star six nine? I mean, come on. There's, you could have picked any two numbers. Yeah, that yeah, guy, whoever it, did that is a fucking hilarious. A hopeful. A hopeful chose that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. We need to get that guy into the calls. I guarantee trying to slam me. We. Uh, I was in a band for a long time that toured a lot, and uh, one of the guys worked for a telemarketing company that cold called hospitals and he they would be like hey uh looks like you haven't placed an order for like gloves and like surgical tubing and gauze for quite a while uh you know this is a courtesy call and then they would just be like oh shit i guess you're right we'll just order a bunch of shit from you and then they would sell it you know what i mean it was like but the way they got their clients was totally like fucked up in a lie and when we were on tour he would get like i can't remember how much it was 20 bucks 25 bucks or something like that per phone book he would bring back from like other states oh, so cool. whichever we're going he's just trying to like steal phone books steal phone books from hotels steal phone <laughs> so books from like restaurants no and shit phone books anywhere i mean i guess it was wild dude but like, by the end of tour we'd have like a box of like 70 phone books in the back of the van completely <laughs> would you ever steal the phone book from like a public booth 
Uh, I believe he tried to do that, and he like ripped up one up one time, and, and then he was like, "I don't know if this is fucking." <laughs> it was just like a, a, a bunch of loose sheets bucks. of paper in a box. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is quite what they're looking for, but he went to work one day and they I were just for thirty. He went to work one day and the whole place was just fucking gone, like an empty room with like fucking litter and like loose shit on the ground. All the phones are gone. All the t- every all the furniture was gone. He just walks in and just fucking that was it. You know, I always work for like reputable companies that like I sell software and stuff. My dream is to actually scam like, uh, he, he was like, dude, he was doing siding for a while like scamming old women like door to door he get in a van with like 15 minivan with like 15 dudes and they drive just like some town in colorado uh-huh. and just fucking get out and just go all different directions and just try to get people to fucking buy siding that probably don't even need siding you know that's so crazy he's good at it he's like one of our best uh he'll be like the guest on our show a lot like pretending like he's somebody else because he's really good at it that's lying, true. yeah, lie. he's really good at lying. Yeah, he had a kid when he was seventeen. <laughs> His kid's eighteen <laughs> years old now. It's fucking. He's quite the life. Lying. <laughs> yeah, One exactly. of my buddies was like a punk rocker, like a total rock star. I thought he was the coolest guy in the world. I would work like uh, music events with him, right? And he would work right. side crew and just not work, just hide and get high all the time. Right, all right. We had to be lazy. The coolest motherfucker in the world. Um, and his thing was like stealing from festivals and then selling the stuff online. And if you'd be like, hey, dude, uh, uh, like, did you steal like XYZ? He would lose his shit and act like you were the worst friend in the world. <laughs> he died last year. Friend your ass. He died. Everyone found out that he had a secret fucking son that was like in his early 20s because this fool was like 40. And I was like, yeah. dude, you do not, you're like, you're dying in the legacy of just lying. You're the coolest motherfucker of ever. <laughs> I have a secret child. Brandon Hamilton. Like, no, no one's like, I, I doubt anyone was like, do you have a kid? <laughs> you know? and he's just like, no, no, man. <laughs> you could be my son. You could, like, you're, you're young enough to be my son. <laughs> I used to make that joke to me all the time. And I'm like, damn, I really was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's lying for fun. Like, well, Coolest dude I've ever met. Yeah, that rocks, man. Dad. He told me he was friends oh, with dad. knew his real name. And I'm like, I don't know. You seem like a liar. <laughs> That's sick. Holy shit. I was famous dad would come to town and they would he would be like post a photo where he'd be like hanging out with them. And I'd be like, damn, you're like maybe you're not lying. It'd be so weird. Where it's like I was working a shit time with the guy, Andrew Jackson Jihad, and they asked me, they're yeah, like, yeah. Do you know Brandon Hamilton? He lives here. And I was like, Yeah, I do know him. Did he like screw you guys over in a drug deal? Or like, what was that? <laughs> Those guys let me sleep at their house once. Uh another I was on tour and uh the guy who booked the show was like, well, you can't stay at my house, but let me call these guys. And it was just the Andrew Jackson Jihad guy's house. And we just like went in their house at like, <laughs> two in the morning and slept on the floor and then just got up and left. I don't think I met any of them or anything, but yeah. Solid yeah. guys, if you ask oh, me, you know. My buddy did that with the one of the wolves from Twilight, lives in San Antonio, and he would let fans stay at his house. Oh, yeah, sick. <laughs> That's sick, dude. Rawr, I like that. I am very, you got, you've, have you gone to San Antonio, either of you guys? Yes. Yeah. It seems so crazy to me. It's like the fucking fourth biggest city in the United States or some shit like that. No. Or it's in the top 10. It's in the top 10. It's it's pretty big, but like... I will look it up right sure, now. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like Houston's it fourth, Dallas is yeah. fifth, and then like San yeah. We're not even going to put up with that, dude. No. Okay. My brother went to college <laughs> in San Antonio. It is seven. It is seven. Okay. That's, uh, that is it's surprising. bigger than Dallas. Hey, you know what? I'll fall back. I'll fall back. I'll fall back. It's I'm crazy. Right and that's I'm why I'm like, I've never been there, and it's fucking nuts to me. Like, it's just, just, it's huge, and it's just there. And, like, I don't know anything about it. I don't know any, like, culture that's come like, from there. Or, like, 
exactly you like know, do you know, uh, do you know Christopher Cross? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, he's he's from there. That's okay, all. You all need right. To know. That's all I need to know, right? That Arthur guy. Okay. <laughs> Shit ton of mega Arthur guy. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. There's like a beautiful downtown or some shit. With like Riverwalk. A yeah, oh, exactly. It's not beautiful. Well, okay. It's not beautiful. <laughs> there is a downtown. There is a river. There walk. is yeah. a, yeah. There's like a Ripley's Believe It or Not with a bad Beyonce. Yeah, wax museum. Okay, a fake yeah. piece like, of the Berlin Wall. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they're not sister cities with Berlin, right? How do they get the pieces of the wall? Yeah, how'd they it get might the also be sister cities with Berlin. Oh wow! Okay, I thought uh, you had Berlin. Person. Berlin's lying to everybody. Just, just the oh, east oh, side, oh. though. Many, many sisters we have. That's Berlin. <laughs> many, many sisters. Yeah, I am from San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. <laughs> well, weird. It seems like a weird place to me. I would love to go there, but not. I'm sure I wouldn't. I'm just, I'm just, I don't curious or whatever about it. It's huge. It's weird. Oh yeah. It's I, weird. I've been there, done, done the damn thing. Yeah, I, not much to say, huh? I went there with a girlfriend when I was like 19. She, or I was 20. She was like 19. And we went there and she kept talking about how we had to see the basement of the Alamo. And I was like, right. she had me ask a tour guy and the tour guy was like, ha ha ha. And I, it's from Pee Wee's Hermit, but I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get with a stupid fucking joke. And I was just like, okay, we'll see the basement of the Alamo. And like, she felt like she was like, like big brain pranking me by telling me that. She did, yeah, like, she did. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I asked the tour guide, and she was like, "Haha, no, there is no basement here." And I was like, "Oh, you got me. There's no basement." She's like, "No, figured out for like years that it's from a movie where the guy wants to see it." But I was like, "Yeah, told me there was a basement. A fucking good one. Oh, there's an attic apartment. You know what? She's probably still laughing about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what set you on this path of pranking people. Is that that story? Yeah, exactly. Yeah." When I was in my teens, I used to pretend to be deaf by so I could get free food at fast food places. <laughs> I mean, I've heard your other story about pretending to be deaf. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that one's where yeah, escalates. escalates. I used yeah. to, you know how like I learned it from like skaters. They would take receipts from outside and go into like McDonald's and be like, "Hey, I never got my order." And then they'd get it. And I was like, "I bet I could do that without receipts." And I would just walk in and pretend to be deaf and get them to let me like give me a piece of paper and i'd write out like in broken english like i try order six <laughs> burger look in bag only four need two more and more order and they'd be like oh and give me the rest of the food this guy's, deaf and, this guy's deaf and retarded we better give him <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is i wouldn't be just deaf i'd be like deaf and hardly able to communicate there's only one time it didn't work and it was at a carl's jr on madison and fair oaks and fair oaks the lady thought I couldn't hear, right? And she was just like, I don't believe him. I think he's trying to trick us because he's deaf. I don't feel bad for him. Don't give him any free food without a receipt. He can't hear what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> exactly. It was exactly that. I was like, you are right about one of those things. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. You're valedictorian at uh, the University of Prankology. <laughs> you passed the test, lady. <laughs> well, that's what you're the manager at Carl's Which was clever than what we used to do. We would just go and dig in the trash outside and find soda cups and then rinse them out and go get free soda, which is <laughs> fucking <laughs> disgusting. That's the police called on me in Davis, California for doing that. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I cited a fake Supreme Court case to try to get the manager to leave me alone. I remember that's so clearly. You're under arrest for being fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> like we just want you out of the town. If other kids find out about this, they're all going to be doing it. And everyone's going to be sick and it's going to be so fucking gross. Yeah. I was like an anti shower freegan at that age. Just I would eat out of trash cans. Oh yeah, man. Hell yeah. So I used to dumpster dive like crazy. Oh yeah. I was in my teens. I'd listen to me without you and be like, I'm going to change the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, and, you know, and, awesome, and here you are. Awesome. Uh, donut dumpster but it was like full of bees so you'd have to come up with like two cardboard boxes and start swinging them around trying to whack the bees and like push the bees out of the way and then you grab the bag and run. Chase the bees. <laughs> yeah you yeah. get the bees i get the donuts <laughs> that's like it was like a two-man job where you would get stung hey uh so my buddy's all sick with bee stings uh what are you doing this weekend i got a job i need some help i'm really hungry i need a new bee guy this weekend yeah. Hey, lucky you. I just had an open <laughs> my bee guy department. You ever seen my girl? Um, so I'm gonna need, I need a new bee partner, right? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen my girl? No, you haven't? Come over to my house. We'll watch it on VHS. That lady for my girl comes into my bar all the time now. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know what she my used girl to, She used to come into Roberta's all the time, yeah, too, yeah. for brunch. It's some oh. stupid it's some Macaulay Culkin movie. You know, you know, you don't know it? Uh-uh. This lady gets uh, the... He gets all stung up and dies, is the point of the movie. Oh, it's really okay. sad. He was trying to impress some girl. He was like a kid. And his yeah. he, his old man didn't tell him that that's not how you that's not how you do it, son. Yeah. You all she's get, gonna do is you use it for your ability yeah. to get stung like a motherfucker. <laughs> and you're gonna die and she's gonna live. She's gonna <laughs> be eating brunch for thirty down, years boy. with her fucking husband. And she's gonna be sad kids. for a little while, but not for that long because yeah. she's eleven and she'll forget about this pretty soon. <laughs> And you'll never forget because you're dead from beasting. <laughs> you want to be like that, son? You want to be like that when you grow up? No, you think if you die from beastings, it just hurts for forever, like for all of time when you're in, in hell or heaven or whatever. It just hurts really bad. Yeah. However you die, that's where your body is like when you go to heaven. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I would say. If you get cremated, you can't enter the kingdom of the Lord. Oh, I didn't know that. That's huh. does that make sense. A lot well, of people hey, that changes everything. Now, I got to go rewrite my will. Elijah Woods used to live in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hobbit, right? The Hobbit guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know this guy. Yeah. When I worked at a coffee shop, I worked with this guy that I still follow online just to screenshot and send to people I worked with a coffee shop with 10 years ago. Cool. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm the worst dude I know. Yeah, that's pretty I hate pretty this guy. Awesome. This guy is the worst guy in the world. But I remember one time Elijah Woods came in and he goes, Excuse me, sir. And Elijah Woods. I go, so first, Elijah Woods tried to order espresso on ice, and the guy was like, "So we don't actually do that. That's not really how we approach espresso here." And <laughs> Elijah Woods like, okay. and so he's like, "I can make you an iced americano instead, and just use very right. little water." Did that for him, and then before he left, said, "Excuse me, sir." And then Elijah turned around because I call him Elijah, and the, the guy Nick that I hate goes, "I just have to shake your fan hand. I'm the hugest loter fan." And I asked him what Loker was, and he goes, oh, it's shorthand for Lord of the Rings. And I was like, wow, that is awesome. The shorthand, like, the shorthand we've, all been looking, we've all been waiting for. Loter. Yeah. So first you big league him on his fucking coffee order, and then you're like, shake my hand. Yeah, sir. Excuse me, sir. You're four foot tall. Don't call him a sir, okay? You call that? You can call a guy like that either boy or young man. That's what you can. I don't care how old he is, dude. If someone's less than five foot, you call him boy, young man. That's it. Yeah, right. You're not tall enough to ride this ride, young man. Mm-mm. I would call oh, the zoo. Parents. I would call the zoo, and I would say one of your creatures has escaped the zoo, 
I need to come down here. Cryptid. Collected. Yeah. Call the local elementary school. I think, yeah, I think we got go. through it over here. We got child pretending to be an adult. Going to take his parents to court because the kid won't go to school. He's truant. No, that's Elijah Wood. He's a very well-respected actor in the Hollywood community. He was the loader. He's the loader guy. He was from oh, oh, shit. Yeah, he was. Loader fan. Yeah. Uh, he was marginally famous before that, but then he he got A-list after that loader shit went down, though. Can I ask you guys a personal question? Yes. Did you guys make calls from your phone or from the computer? From the computer. From a How Google phone, a Google that? voice number. How do, do you, you mean? Call? We want, so I have to do well, all the calls. We do like oh, this. Yeah. On the phone, we put them on yeah. speaker because I have no clue how to do it on the computer. <laughs> I try. Um, we, it is so hard to do. I don't even know how to mic up my phone. We don't know how to do it. Robert's in Nashville, so he can't do it. You got to get. It's not you know, allowed there. This, you got to get some. Sorry, uh, you got to get this program called Audio Hijack. Audio Hijack? Yes. And this program called Loopback. <laughs> And it makes it so you can like route the in and out of the audio in your, inside of your computer, like without in, any like out, out, outboard gear, I guess would be the word. Let's go. But, okay, uh, so I got 2011 MacBook Air. I don't think it could download anything else. Uh, I have like a similarly old MacBook Air, and like it's when I'm doing like two phone lines and I have like YouTube videos going and like people on Zoom, it's like. But computer is like barely functioning. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's on the edge. So I had to restart mine before I even jumped in the call because I had, I just hadn't restarted it since yesterday, and it was humming. It was like, and I was like, give me a sec, Robert. It's so fucking hot when we're doing the show. It's like kind of scary, but whatever. Yeah, mine too. I'm gonna. Here's the thing. Full <laughs> string attachment for that, you know. Instead of restarting, you just gotta crank it a couple more just, times. Oh yeah, I have a bunch of fans on mine. I put ice on the keyboard. Nice. I, I usually do this from the bath, but an ice cold bath. That's good. I have yeah. wooden trays that I put across my bath. I got off oh, Instagram. I want like, one like, of like, gum, so like a gummo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like in Gumby. Yeah, there's spaghetti going and everything. In Gumby, when he has the famous spaghetti fan, exactly what yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So you're one of those guys who doesn't get any cultural references. So let's go. Oh, got to be honest. I really don't. Yeah, Not I don't on. Know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. a like a homeschooled fundamentalist most of my life. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that and so like, it so does. You didn't, see, you didn't see gumbo when you were 16? Like, I don't even know what gumbo is. I thought you were talking, I thought you were saying gumbo like the soup and I realized you were doing a thing and I was like, ah, gumby. I don't, I don't know what gumbo is. Gumby up. Pokey. Yeah. Uh, block okay. We got the yeah, andouli like, in there. You got the andouli That's what I thought it was, boys. I'll be honest. Ah, uh, gummy gumbos, pookie sushi, yeah, that whole thing. I don't know what gumbo is. What it's is really it? Just, it's a disturbing movie by a man named Harmony Kareen. Oh, I know that name. He's from Austin. Yeah. yeah. Is he from Austin? Okay. I think he lives he, in Nashville now or Memphis. He lives he somewhere now. in Tennessee. I now. think, I think he, well, he's from New York. He was in ah. Tennessee for a while. He wrote Kids, that movie Kids. But he, I know that name. Isn't that about heroin? Yeah, well, it's about skateboarding. It's about kids. It's about kids in New York, like skateboarding, and uh, one of them has AIDS, and he just keeps having unprotected sex with women because he doesn't care. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. Yeah, it's welcome know. to New York, kid. Welcome uh, to New York. Harmony Korine did this movie called Trash Humpers, where it's just people wearing like old old person masks and like fucking trash. Yeah, it's like, good. Movie. it's like an hour and a half long. It's pretty good. I'll be honest, art like you know what I think is a good movie: Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove? 
Yeah, with David Spade and John Candy or John Goodman, whatever his name is, fantastic. I want a movie with a story that's like heartfelt and friendly. Those are like my favorite movies. I know Black Sheep. I saw Borat for the first time like three years ago. It fucked me up. I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. funny, man. <laughs> I, I saw it at the grocery store for two ninety nine, and I was like, oh, dude, I'll get it just because I know it's like some shitty movie. Right. And I put it in, and I was like, this is the best. I love this. Yeah. I started watching, who's that guy? Uh, I can't remember. Sasha Baron Cohen, his old TV show, Ali G. I was like, this oh, yeah. is the best you've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was like four or five years ago that I saw that. I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> you should check out this guy Borat, man. Oh, he's so good. Oh, he gives me such a just such a hoot and a holler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should probably stop there with Sasha Baron Cohen, though. I don't think he really has legs after that. American movie like, hey, guy, nah, not so good. Pretends to be the dictator guy, not so not good. Not so good. Yeah, not so good, yeah. The, the Who is America one was hella good. It was just behind such a paywall. Yeah, that one was actually really good. Yeah, but then it was put on what? What like Showtime? And you had to pay twenty dollars to see it. I mean, you should figure out how to pirate movies, also. If you yeah, know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to download illegally anything. Uh, well, then you're not going to want to get this audio hijack. I think it's expensive. <laughs> I just stole it. So. <laughs> I remember my friend when I was like when I first got my computer when I was like sixteen. I got a laptop, and my friend Richard came over and was like, "This is how he downloaded Demonoid, which was like an invite only torrent website." Okay. And he downloaded something, I think it was V-U-Z-E, I might be remembering that wrong though, had like a frog logo, and he had to download something else too, and he's like, this is how you seed, which is like how you, I guess, re-upload it or something, yeah. and then this is how you download, and just set it up on buttons, and then I got a new computer, and I just have never been able to do it since, I have no idea how to do it. Well, you gotta get Richard over to program the damn thing with the shortcuts, what's he doing, where's he at? Yeah, exactly. he's married at like Disneyland, he's like a Disney adult now. It does oh, wow. does he live in Celebration, Florida, in the in the planned community that's only Disney employees? Oh, they're and everything. Yeah, oh, is that really a community? Is yeah, my my buddy's sister works for Disney in Florida, and she wow. lived in in Celebration, which is like a fucking gated, like uh, uh, gulag it's, it's, style it's community. An it's like an incorporated town. It's like oh, it's, yeah. it's like owns it, like an like, old town yeah. Ford city. I, I guess yeah, yeah basically you'll you'll wake up in the morning like you're like this morning like a Sunday and you'll go out the door and there's Goofy and there's the fucking there's uh, the Emperor and his cool new groove and shit and it's right. bananas. There's I would that, that bird from Song of the South is whistling around, you know. No. Dude, my MK Ultra trigger would go off and I would do something drastic. <laughs> if I lived in that town, dude, my Manchurian candidate fucking trigger would go off. Sleeper cell would be activated. Exactly. You'll be, be right too, because there's like unreasonable things. That's me. After a week, privately owned police force there, so you'd be right to react violently. Hey, you on my hot take? They're all privately owned. Oh shit! Right, there, dude. Oh, right what? Out here, yeah. out here on the liberal East Coast, that's not even that hot of a take. Uh, well, it's not a liberal. New York's no longer liberal because they just elected a fake Democrat ex-cop as mayor of the city. He's uh, going was... hard. Let's. We're gonna bring back stop and frisk. We're gonna bring back plain clothes, undercover police units crawling around uh, black housing projects and shit. And, Andrew know. Yang is your guys' mayor. <laughs> no, I wish that would be much better than the guy we got. I got my, yeah. I got my shit yang banged. <laughs> I got my, <laughs> yang bang this into a UBI. Hey, yeah, yeah, Doc, I got this UBI because I've been gang banging. He's like, all right, all right, cut me in for half and we're good. Cut me in for half. 
Doc, there's a scab over the tip of my penis from my UBI. Who your guys is Doc, there's a penis-shaped birthmark on my penis. <laughs> oh, okay, don't bigger. mind that. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Robert, do you know who the mayor of Austin is? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Stephen Apple, Apple, the guy who used to play drums in uh, on Appetite for Destruction. That sounds tough. I wish oh, actually our mayor's the guy from Earth Crisis now. Oh hell yeah! He wasn't in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> he was just some shitty kid that went to UT and was like, "I want to find out how to stay here for the rest of my life." <laughs> fucking mayor from the fifty-year plan. <laughs> he loves that Chipotle downtown, so he had to stay. Yeah, yeah they have a special walk-up window. Oh, the only Chipotle with a walk-up window. Wow, Austin is weird. It's like, what can I do to just stay in Austin for the rest of my life? <laughs> so I could figure the Chipotle. <laughs> I thought Adler's been mayor for like a decade now. Is he like forever mayor? Is he like our like king or something? How does he yeah. be mayor for so long? I don't think he's been. He probably mayor changed the law so that he can be mayor for forever. Dude, I can't believe. Oh, Bloomberg mayor. style. Yeah. Oh, is Bloomberg your guys' mayor? He was. Well, he would, he would still be if they'd let him just change the damn laws any way he chooses. He's a damn billionaire and a titan of business. It's funny because, like, I remember he was might have been president for a second, and it's like. That's so funny. <laughs> we, we had that fool be president, Bloomberg. About, oh, like the Bloomberg portal at a college that you go to if you study finance. That guy? That, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. All, all billions of dollars of his net worth, him. Are those yeah. two cats or is that one cat? Two okay. cats. One. I and thought your well, cat was nasty looking. Oh, it's born. It was, it was one cat, but it was born... In two cats' bodies. <laughs> Fuse them. Fuse the cats. Yeah. We yeah. no, Doc. Here, no, we don't want to take them apart. They're already apart. We want to fuse them together. Doc, you don't understand. It's one yeah. cat, two bodies. The doctor's like, I understand. I see this all the time. I'm doing some reanimator kind of stuff over here, and I'm gonna try and sew the cats' bodies together. Just you know, stitch Some people say over. don't play God. I say I don't play, I've perfected it. Well, I am God. I, I am a God. I am one of the gods. I just rebranded as a Christian comedian. I will not be saying I am God. Oh, you should you should try and book some Christian comedian slots, and then just I have been trying to. That's I'm dude. I'm going full Brian Regan ass fucking Christian comedian. For that guy is so funny. It's okay. Clean comic though. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think I'm trying to suggest about me now? I'm trying to say it's okay to be clean because I'll be. Brian Regan level so funny. Time. Brian Le Brian Regan level funny. You got to start screaming. There. Oh, oh, JT, JT, the move is to be a dirty comic, but you're still Christian. Oh, now that, now that, there's well, money. Like, like, a, like a cool youth pastor who like skateboards. Yeah, like that, right? Yeah. How are we supposed to get on the mega church circuit if you're trying to be clean and Christian? Right. I'm gonna wear a switch foot shirt. Yeah, don't be <laughs> clean. Start doing heroin again. Uh, <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> I put this needle in my body for the Lord, you little bastard. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm your fucking laws off my body unless you mind sharing needles. And I'm giving on to Caesar what is Caesar's and on to the little Lord's what is the Lord's. Uh, you guys want to make a prank call? I was just going to do it on my phone, though, and just put them on speaker. But I feel like you guys are so professional. Do you, okay, you guys well, ready? I'm just a dork, so I like figured out this technology. It's not really professional. Mike, Mike, don't tell him. Oh, yeah, shit. Fuck, no, I'm really professional. It's hijack uh, and then another one. It's, I'll be honest. The second you said I... I, I wrote them down, JT. You said, I mean, yeah. I was, I'll, <laughs> I can, my boy, I mean, that's my dude. I was trying to like do a, figure out a way to do a screen share on this, but I don't know. 
how you do that. Actually, I don't think technology's gone that far. Yeah, um, not. it's fun. No, I used if, to cold you... call people and get them on a screen share service. I'd be like, "Yeah, just jump on, join me," and you'd be able to see my screen. And pretty much everyone would go, "Are you going to be able to get into my computer?" Yeah, I mean, no. And they'd say, "Oh, okay," but I'm like, "Probably." I have no clue. But it's crazy. You just believe me when I say, "Oh no, you'll just be able to see my screen." <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, I'll, no. I'll screen. I'll screenshot right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, fucking uh, joke of the episode right there. Jesus Christ. Man. Good thing we're audio only. Didn't know we had a uh, carrot top in the mix here. A carrot top <laughs> prop comic. Yeah, what else you got in your bag of tricks? You got uh, what, uh, you got the arrow got, that goes got, to your head? Um, got some super glue. I don't he know. He has a rubber chicken. Oh. He does. <laughs> you only need, if, you're, if your bag of tricks is only super glue, pretty good. I got, I got my, uh, my, my micro-dosing kit here going. Um, what else? <laughs> Or a full dose of kids for a hobbit. Some weed to eat, yeah. you know? Some weed wow. It's crazy that weed's illegal in New York because I bought it on Instagram when I was there. Yeah, I have a co host yeah. who works for a weed service, so uh, it's pretty easy here. So crazy. A guy just showed up and gave me weed, and I was like, wow, I just got you off Instagram? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, Welcome yeah. to I New York. Weed. They decriminalized it here, so you don't get in trouble. You can smoke weed on the street. It was actually like, uh, it was a very wild, what, what exactly happened? Oh, right before the governor got caught. It was, it was caught for, uh, the fucking, he was, he, he's Italian, right? So he, he right. kisses with his whole body. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So all these, all these women came out and they were like, he touches us. He's really creepy. And his response was like, you can smoke weed on the street. No one will arrest you anymore. It's totally fine. <laughs> Well, it was, it was, it was, cool me, you know I mean? like, it was, Hey, this guy's really creepy. Like he always, he just like grabs my ass and won't let go. And also he touches my uh, belly a lot. Is one yeah. Of he moves touches, he like, rubs my belly, stomach. but he's Italian. So he kisses with his whole body. And he also sent my grandma back to the nursing home and said, Oh, it's not COVID. Don't worry about it. And then they all died. And then right. people said, Hey, you can't be kissing with your whole body and killing old people. And he said, shit, you're right. Weed's legal. Yeah, literally. We gotta get Adler on that shit. I bet he's doing yeah. something bad. Well, he yeah. did do he did do that bad thing where he abandoned his constituents. Oh, at the beginning yeah. of COVID, yeah. where, where, where he was dining masks. But hey, if I was a billionaire, I would do that too. That I go. I'm mad at him. All the other stuff. If, if yeah. I was shit like the Ted Cruz thing, fuck that fool. Yeah, he totally. jumped out of the snow politics, whatever. But it's like, yeah, dude, if I was rich, I would go to Mexico, too. That's like the he rich. He's got to be smart. He's just stupid. He, like, got caught, you know. Yeah, like, they just have gotta be... to be working. And he, he blamed his daughters. Yeah. Well, his <laughs> wife and his daughters did be, do be texting too much, I think. I think uh, they're part of why they got in trouble. Yeah. They really do be. Yeah. He should have a thing set up on their phone so he sees all their texts and he has to He's a, yeah. approve or deny them, you know. That's what he I would said, do. Yeah. He sits in front of his constituent. He says, are you married? Do you have kids? You know how it's like. They're always dragging you to Mexico and shit when you don't want to, when you want to stay and help your constituents my, my or freezing bitch, My bitch wife doesn't want us to get COVID. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Bitch wife made us yeah. go on a beautiful resort. My trip. bitch wife and my bitch daughters, you know. Yeah. My bitch whore of a wife couldn't get a refund on the goddamn fucking private jet. <laughs> so we had the skins skyrocketed. Divorce men were like, wow, yeah, I love yeah. this guy. 
Well, well, they would have they would have gotten the refund, but somebody had called them and said, "Hey, take down that tweet you said about that airline that won't give you a refund." And then he's like, "Oh shit, 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 shit! shit, shit. What else are they gonna find?" Uh, everyone thinks I'm a pussy. I'll grow a beard. <laughs> oh, then when it came back, he had it fucking. He had his hair fucking braided. It was at uh, sandals. Yeah, he has hair braided like Kenny Powers throughout his beard. <laughs> He's like, I'm in the thick of it with y'all too, man. Like, I can't, I can't get my resources to shave. Looking like, like no. James Spring Breakers and shit. <laughs> what a cool dude! All right, let's, let's do this prank call. Let's do this prank call. Okay. I want to do it. I don't know who we're calling, but it's a number that called me a while ago. Here, I'll prank call the I'll prank call the bar and restaurant I own. Also, after that, okay. No one answers at your bar when I call a prank call. <laughs> well, that's too bad. <laughs> a horrible customer service. In my they, or they answer when I call. Probably a caller ID. Mm-hmm. See how I just hold it up to the phone? Leave? It's nice technique. Oh, how are they going to hear you? They'll hear you. They won't be able to hear you. This is just a voicemail. All right. Well, I'll add that phone number to the spank bank. Yes. <laughs> I call the list of phone numbers that I call the spank bank. And also, I jack off to it. Be like, fucking 836 4301. 836 Call through your computer. Can we hear if you call through your computer? I think so. Can you hear what I'm saying right now, though? Because I fucking. Can you hear me yeah, right, now? right now? You can? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, weird. I. You probably didn't have your mic plugged in this whole time and you're just going through normal audio. <laughs> well, I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if you'll but be able to hear it. Uh, it gets captured by the game here. And while we're waiting, tune in yeah. to KPIS. That's right, KPIS.fm. It's a wonderful station. Um, there's all kinds of shows, uh, not just There's us. all kinds of shows. There's only really one show. Only one quality entertainment I on mean, the East Coast. We're the premier channel. We're the premier show on the on the station. That's what I mean. from from one to two p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. It's uh, <laughs> four, four to five p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Okay, four to five p.m. Eastern. Hold on, yeah. wait. The one to two if you're in Austin. No, that's Central Time. That's central. No. Wait, Texas is Central Time. We call it Texas time out here. I bet you, know, you do. Maybe, I go, what time zone yet? I'm in Texas time. That's what we call it out here. People eat that shit up. Fucking idiots. You hear me? Am I with you? That's good. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. hear you. Okay. All right. Now I think it's going to work. All right. That was crazy when you did the demon voice. Yeah. Is that an impression or do you have that software? <laughs> it's no, a just, he does with it's his throat. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was impressive. That is very good work. Oh, I hear it. Now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling the Cheesecake Factory in Queens. This is Jenna. How may I help you? Oh, this is Benedict. Benedict? Yes. Okay, how can I help you? Well, I'm here with JT and Robert and Eric. We're trying to come down there a little later. I'm sorry. Um, you're you're trying to make a reservation. Well, I mean, is that necessary, or can we just walk in? It's just me and JT and Robert and Eric, also. The ones you're thinking. 
Did you you already made one? I mean, is it necessary? This is bad gift. Hey, um, yeah, it's, a reservation is not necessary, um, but you are welcome to book one on Yelp if you do want. But right now, we're not really on a wait list, Whoa. so it's up to Whoa. you. I thought Yelp was where I go to complain about your restaurant. We also, there's reservations available on Yelp as well. I don't think so. Can I speak to the, the manager, please? I actually am the manager. <sighs> well, I've heard that before. Can I speak to the real manager, please? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. I, my name is Jenna. I'm one of the managers. Can I have your last name? No, I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable giving that up. Like, is there this a reason why you need my this last This isn't name? making me feel very comfortable either. Okay. There's no way Jenna's the manager. I know. I missed that. That's my first. That's the next step there, of course. We're going to get to the I would not believe she's the manager with that tone. Just, tell her, just tell her what does the fucking sign say on the front door? Cheesecake factory. <laughs> well, no, no. Like usually, these, usually those restaurants will say like the, you know this is managed by and then it has their full name. What does the fucking sign say? Cheese, cheesecake factory. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought, Jenna. You know what? We might be on the infinite hold also, which is a, a thing we've experienced many times. Uh, uh, you know what? Classic tactic. As you know what? The trenches, I've been in that infinite hold many times. Yeah. And this is exactly why Twitter was made. They're going to be lucky to ever have anybody call or go into their restaurant again. And they keep this. Make a reservation on Yelp. What the fuck are you talking about? Lady? Make a reservation on Yelp. Yeah. Now. Immediately. One of my favorite things when I first started telemarketing, where I'd call like a restaurant and I'd be like, hey, are you guys sick of bad Yelp reviews? And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I didn't work at Yelp or I couldn't get the reviews or it was just a way to get them to listen to me for a second. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, I'm calling about some reviews I saw on your Yelp. Is the owner there? And they'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> that or if I'm calling for the owner and like, it's like, let's say Robert owns some fucking barbershop, I'd call him back, hey, is Robert there? And they'd be like, uh, can I ask who this is? I'd be like, yeah, just tell him it's JT. And they'd be like, oh, it's Robert's friend, JT. And they hand him the phone. I'd be like, hey, this is JT calling about the software thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have an in, you know? Yeah, it's always lying. All right, we got another one. This will be good. It is a hot one. It is a coal out the fire. Yeah. What? Excuse me. What? Wax Tracks. Wax Tracks, the record store? Yes. You all got any Christopher Cross CDs in there? Who? Christopher Cross from Arthur? What are you, 90 years old? Hey, hello? Excuse me, miss. Can I speak, to, some, can I speak to someone else, ma'am? <laughs> nope. <laughs> what, what are you looking for? Christopher Cross? No, I don't have any. Are you sure? He's a pretty popular artist. Yep, 100% sure. Oh, yeah? Is this Doug? What's that? Is this Doug? I can't hear you, man. Your phone doesn't work very well. Is this Doug? Nope. Is Doug available? No, he's not here. Who's this? Well, that's none of your business. Can you transfer me to someone who knows about Christopher Cross, please? Hold on one second. Okay, thanks. I used to work at this record store. A guy named Doug uh, that I know still works there. I worked <laughs> there 17 years ago. <laughs> Dude, Doug seems awesome if he still works there. <laughs> yeah. Knows everything about Christopher Cross. Hello? Hello. Is this Doug? Nope. Is this the same guy? I'm sorry. Is this the same guy? Are you trying to trick me? No. I, well, I don't know. What do you need? Christopher Cross. I don't have any. It's just that easy, though. 
Google it. What's that? It's just that easy. Yep. Can you place me a special order, or what's going on here? Uh, which Christopher Cross did you want? The greatest hits. All of them. All right. It's on order. All right, thanks and a lot. We'll get that in All for right, you uh, next week. Okay, I'll be in. And uh, may I? who am I speaking to so I can uh, ask for you my name when I come in there? This is Bill. Bill. Okay. Sorry? I said okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. All right, Have then. a good day. You too, ma'am. Who's going to hang up, me or you? I'll stay on the line all day. I got nothing to do. Answer the question, Bill. Answer the question. What are we listening to in there? A little hip-hop, huh? Got a good groove to it. I think I just heard someone call me a cocksucker in the background. Don't care for that. Very unprofessional. Yeah, a little homophobic, too. <laughs> the last homophobic lax tracks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're canceled, so bye-bye. You on the Yelp. That's how the magic is made right there. That's beautiful stuff, yeah, exactly. huh? Yeah, beautiful. Get a little, get a little uh, you know, aggressive. I to refer to the person as the opposite gender of what they actually are. That seems to make people really mad. Always fun. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. You can't misgender people anymore. No, so. You can't. Uh, no, you can. You can. I do it all the time. That's one time I went to Chili's with my mom and they didn't give her a straw and she said, JT, would you ask for a straw for me? I'm scared that the PC police will come shoot me in the head if I do. <laughs> really? Funny. Straws were like bad because of the turtles or was it just? Yeah, whatever Nathan for you episode got us to think straws were bad. It was during yeah. that during that yeah, time totally. period. Yeah. I got to buy. Yeah. So the metal straw company had the greatest ad campaign of all time. Draw for your mother? Oh, I did. I was. I said I will face the firing squad of the PC police for you, mom. That's right. That's right. And so did. So when you got the straw and gave it to your mother, did she put it in her drink and did she sip away happily? Uh, the whole restaurant stood up and applauded. Yeah, fucking then, son uh, of the year right there. That's son gonna, of the year shit right there. His brains out. Rob, you didn't see Robert quickly get up and run out. I did that. Uh -oh. Amazon. Oh, wait, yeah, go get a straw. Straw Sonic delivery. Wow. You got Sonic delivered? Sorry, what? You have a guy there? They rolled in fifteen minutes. No, it's it's called my wife. Uh, <laughs> my, earlier, my phone, my doorbell rang, and I just didn't answer it. I don't care who it is. I'm in the middle of doing the. I'm screaming, warrant, warrant, warrant. I'm doing art. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is the ASMR component. We're trying to get get going. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's um, that's cool stuff, Robert. Can you tell me a little bit more about your experience with ASMR? Yeah, I've been I've been disturbed many times by. YouTube ASMR videos. What, let's start. Can we start from the beginning though? What does ASMR stand for? Audio simulation. Mom. 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 I'll do some for you, Eric. This is what we call autonomous sensory meridian response. Meridian response. It's all like women eating and then chewing and stuff. 
And they'll think, like do like faint whispers. Yeah. But only women can do it though. If well, a guy does ASMR, they always end up in prison. Yeah. That seems pretty sus to me if a guy's doing ASMR. Yeah. No. Ooh, my doorbell just went off. Oh wow. Are you gonna answer it? I am. Holy cow. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> well, it's gonna be fun to edit this, Robert. <laughs> oh dude, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Fun. Oh dude, you know, I just one of the main one. reasons I like doing I, just a live radio show. No editing. Once it's over, I just get up and walk away, and that's it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't even upload the episodes to the server I'm supposed to. Use. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done one since March. <laughs> it's almost a year. <laughs> You're trying to see how long you can go for. They finally uh, get on your ass about it. If you want to hear this shit? You got to tune in. You know, that's frankly just the way it is. You know. Yeah, absolutely. The woman who runs the station sends me like an angry text or email almost every week about how I don't upload any of the shows and how it's fucking up their SEI and all this weird. And what and what tell her is, why don't you come down from Canada and do something about it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We used to do the show. It used there used to be like an actual station. Me and Eric had a show on KPIS before that was like a music show. They had an actual radio station, but uh, in Punk Alley. In Punk Alley. It was a alley of little storage units turned into stores. There was just like record stores and bookstores and like a scary that place in New York. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where KPIS used to be in that fucking little punk alley off Broadway. Man, do you know my friend Eden? He used to have a practice space in New York with the guys from some fucking band. I can't remember what it's called. They used to play. Was Eden with uh did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The big old bearded dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I know who he is, of course. He worked at the same venue as me when he moved to Austin. That's my buddy. But he yeah, told me yeah. he used to go there to buy old VHSs. Yep. Yes. And then there was a guy who sold like uh, he would like take leather jackets and like piss on them and fucking like throw like salt on them and shit and just let them get all fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah, it's cool as hell. He's in a band called Sadist where he wears like a scary mask and cuts his chest up when when they play. Damn, I seen a dude that was like seventeen cut up on his face for his hardcore band. Yeah. They opened for Madball, and so he was like a young oh, man. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he cut up his face mad crazy for the show, and I asked uh, another boy in the band, I was like, does he always do that? And he was like, important shows. And I was like, who? Yeah, because you have to show the guys in Madball that you are, you have to assert your dominance, otherwise... Well, they- Madball guys think they're tough as hell, so... Yeah. I remember right. the venue manager of that night, my buddy Tyson, was like, dude, just so you know, you're going to be dealing with some of the most hardcore OG gangsters from the East Coast. <laughs> and some like, dudes with white dread showed up, and I was like, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> I think I can handle this. I knew who Madball was. I just never really listened to him. Cause like I got into hardcore before I got into anything in the world. Sure. So like Madball is like, of course you know who Madball is. You know, like every you just know that name. You know, you guys like that band Coke it, Bust. It, the thing is, it may not be the guys with the white dreads that walk in the front door. It's going to be their friends that come in the back door that are going to be really scary. I'll, I'm one of the friends that comes in the back door. I always like to use the side door if available. Man. Really throws them for a loop, you know? They never see it coming. Getting the head of the mad ball guys. Yeah, and then I, I walk right up to the, I walk, I walk right up to the biggest fucking scariest one and I say, Hey, I'm here for the VIP area. I work with CAA. Spell it out for you. I fucking booked this show for Mad Ball. Or yeah. Mad Lib. Whatever it is. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Out of my way. Are Mad Balls really gangsters? Are their friends really like hardcore scary guys? 
I wouldn't know. I just, you never tell with any of that New York shit. I mean, everyone, every one of those bands pretends like they're. Fucking well, I think I think here's here's a very valuable piece of of the puzzle is those dudes are also like fifty now, so yeah. their friends that are scary are either dead or probably in jail or not scary anymore. So that's the only thing we can work with here. We can probably outrun them. I'm not me. You guys maybe. <laughs> oh, that's right. If Madball tried to chase me down, they would chase me down and beat me up. They probably got secret kids now. But I remember listening to that band Coke Fest when I was like in a young man and thinking like, damn, these guys are like hardcore. They like beat people up and stuff. And then finding out they like don't. And they're all like trust fund kids. Yeah, they probably did like, you know, once or twice in like the 80s or whatever, you know. Right. And then their dad, their rich daddy was like, hey, I'll give you a fucking a month just to stop beating people up and making me look bad. You have one month. Gotta change your And you're like, all right, all right, Andrew Yang. (laughs) Andrew Andrew Yang has a son, gets into hardcore. It took me a a while of Googling to figure it out, but I saw this band, Circle of Dead Children, play at the fireside in Chicago once. And the guy didn't cut himself. He just hit the microphone into his forehead, like, fucking, I don't know, 75 times until there was just blood, like, streaming down his face. It was pretty sick. That's pretty sick. I can't even lie. Yeah, it was very. I like, could never in a million years listen to noise music, right? Like, I don't have that type of autism. <laughs> but I've been to a billion noise shows because it's like, yeah, I might see a dude potentially shoot someone. Like, I love that crazy yeah. shit where it's like, I remember one time my buddy did a noise show and he's like, yeah, I was crazy, man. I kept shooting my shotgun up in the air. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, dude, he also did this thing called a Doomba where he took a, uh, he took a, the top off of uh, a lawnmower. I'm talking about Steven. Robert's brother knows this fool. Yeah. He took the top off a lawnmower that was like self-running and so the blades were open and just turned it on. That's not street. And someone, what, was this the Bill Belichick project he did? Maybe. Because <laughs> the first, the first I love the name. show my brother and I went to, he was like getting it started and it was one of those pull mowers inside a fucking house so we're like okay someone needs to open a goddamn window <laughs> yeah. yeah first but at, but as soon as like he cranks it i think it was adam from survive he threw his fucking like half from drink survive, wait a minute. you mean one half of the duo that made the music for stranger things <laughs> yeah yeah a, a friend of the pod oh wow okay robert well, you, I, you his friend you know him i know adam and but there it's we like, go. End of the pod. Survive. Go on. There it is. Hell yes. I mean, that's huge. You got that lady with the, the little girl with the shaved head. Was, was, <laughs> was girlfriend? With her? <laughs> yeah. No, but anyways, like he threw like his like half drinking beer into the fucking mower and just broke it. And he's like, well, I guess I can't do my set. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> and Adam's like, I just saved us 15 minutes of some bullshit. That's true, actually. Yeah, I used to do that music when I used to tour around doing it a lot. <laughs> One day I was looking around the room and I was like, wait, hold on a second though. Nobody, nobody wanted, I mean, the show must go on. We understand that because we're in the, the business, but nobody said, uh, I think my buddy's got a mower we could borrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like a, like a farm supply store and rent a lawnmower. Like yeah. tractor supply company. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we got to get to McCoy's, but it's 10 PM. They closed at nine 30. We got to break in. Does anyone know anyone that works there? Maybe you gave me the mower for my 15 minutes. <laughs> that pulls pretty back. We got, we got like, a show off. There's a bunch of, there's like four dudes in this basement that are hungry. Exactly. <laughs> one day it's being probably like 12 days into like a 20 day harsh noise tour. It's looking around this 
dank, stinky basement. There's like seven dudes dressed in all black, not talking to each other. And I was just like, fuck, what am I fucking doing? Like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I like this. I like making this music, but this is so fucking miserable. And just. Right. That's when you. That's when you. Voice of energy. Found yeah. Out that, yeah. That maybe uh, pop stardom is more of your route as opposed to. I, I joined a band with some other guys, and then all of a sudden there were like women at the shows. And I was just like, yeah, that you know, like this shouldn't be. What are you guys? Who tricked you into being here? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, we got like eight people out there. Like, this is the biggest show I've ever played. Uh, here's your, uh, here's the from the door. Here's seven dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't stay here, but you can stay at my buddy's place. <laughs> you can't stay here, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay here. Here's uh, the other story I like is uh, here's a bunch of free weed. You can't oh, yeah. play the show. In, uh, <laughs> What is it called? Humboldt County. What's the what's the town? Where the college is? Fuck, I can't even remember the name of the town. Chico. That's Arcada. Arcada, yes. Played a show, at a house show. Very fun. Tons of people there. Uh, this is in a normal band, not harsh noise. And then at the end of the night, this guy hands me like like in, like a handful of nugs of weed. Like it puts them in my hand. He's like, "Here's what we got for you guys at the door. You can't stay here." <laughs> I was like, that was it. I was like, do you have a bag or something? He's like, no, nah, we don't. I, I try to find one, but we don't. So we didn't get a bag at the door. I like Not put it in the a, door. To-go cup or something that was in the van and uh, stuff in the parking lot of the Safeway. It was pretty sick. This is what we got from the door. It's yeah, like it, was, uh, it sounded like they were taking donations and people were no, just like, I got no, a nug. I didn't have any money, but here's a nug of weed from my baggie of weed because I'm <laughs> in county or whatever. You know, that's uh, that's the price of admission. It's just people dumping nugs into a bucket. Shout out to the band that opened me out there. It's different than ours. Huge shout out to the band that opened Cubic Zirconium. Nice. One of the best band names of one of the best worst band names I've ever heard. I was one time I opened for this band. I did comedy while they did music, and I was like twenty two. That's not a rock, dude. What a perfect combination of yeah. That's why people People go love to see them together. You know, there's nothing that does better than. In between sets, it's surprising that more people haven't thought of that and asked me. I know, yeah, it's just it like, clicks every time. Every yeah, that's what the audience is there for is for that type of experience. Yeah. So I did that for three weeks across the nation. Oh wow, that's horrifying. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Okay, cool. All right, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but oh, dude, was it the oh, chicken wire I, circuit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, dude, what I did later is the next time my buddy's band because it's always friends like you want to do it with us. And when I was younger, I was like, yeah. And the next time, I was like. I'll go, but I'll book my own shows in those cities. There you go. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. it's great. I love doing that. I'll do that any day of the week. But I did that with this band, and we played at the Zoo Bar in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. And the band that opened was like a class, like a college class there. That like this was their project. School of Rock. It was a School of Rock situation for freshmen. And like, I wish more than anything, I had a video of that band because it was like irreplaceable. It was like a cello. A guy playing xylophone, two electric guitars, and it was like this song's called "I Hope We Get an A on It" or whatever. And it was like that was the that was the type of talent. It was incredible. It was like the best night of my life. Better than any noise show you could see. Better than anything that anyone could put on intentionally. Was like <laughs> doing like what they considered like neutral milk hotel ass music. You know what I mean? Like thinking that they were doing some like indie ass shit. It was great. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you want to. So what I'm hearing is. JT, like your ideal situation is to host School of Rock summer camps. Yeah, for adult style School of Rock guy. Court order: I cannot teach anyone under eighteen how to play guitar. <laughs> I can't even be three hundred yards from this event. That's what about bad. bass guitar? Can you do that? Uh, anyone under fifteen? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Different laws in Arkansas, so I can teach people how to play pace. <laughs> uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, low-key, a very cool, weird little town. It is. A cool town, like, anywhere near it. Like, you know what else is cool? Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, I've never been to Norman. Place is fucking cool, I swear to God. I saw a really good let, show let, in Wichita Falls at this one, also, in a old roller skating rink, like a closed-down roller skating rink. I've been to Wichita Falls, Kansas. Yeah, surprisingly good, surprisingly fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Hell yeah. Well, what do you think? I think we did 90 minutes of art. I, I think that's like a full 90 minutes of art. I was got a little nervous about this because I don't know how to fucking not be the guy that's in charge of this kind of situation. So I mean, we, we all voted right before you got in that you would be in charge. Okay, cool. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I had a good time. I was trying to not be in charge. Oh, yeah. Is that really the last name? Or is that a the podcast? What you say? I just got the call all early, Mike, and uh, yeah, you're in charge here. So, okay, cool. Eric, is that really your last name on your Google profile thing? It is, dude. Uh, Shortfinger, yes. Fucking insane, dude. I thought that was a bit, and I thought you were going to come around to it. Dead serious. Well, here's some great. Thought you were going to sing to that. It sounds like you know everything. The funny part is when when my pappy's pappy's pappy came over and went through Ellis Island. Uh, they bastardize and bowdlerize many names, but Schwarzenegger, they got that one. That's one you're hoping for them to butcher. Done Smith. God, why didn't they do Smith? He bribed a fool not to get Smith. You know what rhymes with Schwarzenegger? Horse banger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this age, I'll be honest. I'm 40. Uh, I've heard them all until I heard horse banger, and then I was like. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's still hope for humanity. Yeah, I I was like waiting, and then about like 20, 30 minutes ago, I was like, shit, that's probably his real last name. <laughs> He's probably not fucking around about that. The first podcast I did, I was like 18 or something. It was a local podcast in Sacramento from two like dad-aged comedians. And me and my friend Darby went and wrote jokes all over our bodies and on pieces of paper to fuck with them and do like no audio bits. And these dads like flipped their shit. Like could not handle us just making jokes, not caring about their content. Like, I remember, like, I wrote, like, yes, and they'd ask a question, and I'd show a nipple instead of answering. They were getting so mad. Oh, yeah. What did it say on the nipple, though? Do you remember? Yes on one, no on the other, and then, like, just random little statements across my body that I could answer to or ask them questions. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your laws off my body and pass the syringe if you're into that shit. And, <laughs> uh, and, and Dad, I don't care. <laughs> I think you might be one of the baddest boys we've had on here. Cause that was some absolute rebel talk. Uh, you know, boy, man. <laughs> for being for being a Yankee, for for being from the north of the country, I sure got a little rebel talk in me. Yeah, a little, also, a little rebel. Devin, Devin Williams helped a little bit. A little rebel spirit in you. He's a kind of guy who will just get into a fight. <laughs> no questions asked. The way that Robert nodded there was the most Texan thing about him. Kind of guy into a fight, Robert. Uh huh. Uh -huh. yep. <laughs> when I'm watching in a fight, I'm like, "Whoa, okay, like let's, let me like do some, say something, and try and get out of this." You know that uh, uh, the horse banger man. It's just you know maybe I should swing first. You know that's right. <laughs> Your swings first. I'm talking myself out of fights, I talked myself into was a skill that I got it <laughs> really young. Yeah. Oh, I worded my way into someone wanting to beat me up. Now word my way out of it. Yeah, so yes, I've that is such a. Fun. I've never gotten yeah. an adult fight. Still, somehow. Okay, everyone who they're voting for on the election on three, and then we end the podcast. What three, two? Wait, no. I mean, everyone say it on three. Everyone say who they're going to vote for next, and then we end the podcast. 
One, two, three. Andrew Yang. Donald Trump again. Donald <laughs> Trump again. I want Yang to run with him. I'm Yang Trump. Right now, I need Donald Trump back to make this this strong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, remember when Donald Trump first get became president? Everyone's like, comedians are gonna go crazy on this, and it was just like dudes that would do impressions of him on Instagram and women that lip synced him. Yeah. I want. Well, it doesn't vote, so it, it doesn't matter. It was a gilded age for us. Robert voted before? Huh? Robert D vote? Yeah. That surprises me. I've never voted. I don't even know how. I would what not even know the process in which you would go to vote. Yeah. No, I, I so last last presidential election, I I did a mail in. Well, that's legal. I didn't, to, I didn't have to go to the Randalls. I fucking went and waited in line and voted for Joe Biden, which sucks. <laughs> You waited in line to vote for Biden? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just felt like I should do it. I don't fucking know. You know what what I, mean? I should do it, and I would say, oh, I'm voting. I, I, I just try to ignore it when people tell me, because you have to register to vote, and then you have to go, and I'm like, dude, the feds have my info. I don't want to okay, confirm it. KT, you have a driver's license, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an extra checkbox. It's like, do you want to register to vote? Just Really? Yeah. It's really easy, but you don't need to do it. It doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. Here's the thing, like I'm practicing. That's what that's what anti that's what anti democratic fascists say. Yeah, to vote or to not vote. That it doesn't matter if you vote. You know, I believed that for a long, long time. I surely did. It didn't matter. And then Donald Trump got elected, and I said, well, if he could get elected, anyone could. Maybe I should vote. Maybe I could vote for myself. There you go. Maybe I could be president. Look at how many people voted for Harambe in 2016. Did he win? Voting doesn't matter. He didn't win, unfortunately. Okay. No, but he came close. That that was on Red Wine and Xanax that ripped that woman's face off. That's who I actually (laughs) changed my vote. I changed my vote to that ape. <laughs> the lady who got the first face transplant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that they did a really bad job, and she but probably kept getting madder and madder, so I kept giving it more Xanax and more wine. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if I was a monkey, I would be one. I'm not even a monkey, and I want Xanax and wine. Remember, it's gonna time travel, and then it's gonna wake up, and it doesn't even know that it ripped the lady's face off, which is. Yeah. Sad for the eight because it's probably cool. Well, right, yeah. It's like the whole early twenties was like just waking up being like, "Damn, I got into a fight in San Antonio. How do I get to San Antonio?" I fucking think I'm stealing that from you. That right. travel thing about putting Xanax in a red wine in a water bottle and just waking up two days later. Well, everyone calls it time traveling when because like I never that too fun. Like it wasn't like on accident. It was like other people I knew that did drugs the way I did would say like, "Oh, let's do some time traveling. Let's." I'm admitting it. I'm stealing you one of your jokes. You can ha- any joke of mine that you hear, you can have. I'm a huge fan, so hopefully this is actually puffing you up. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan. I'm a capris boy. I've listened to like three episodes. It's more than I've listened to anything besides like Ed Upperman. Wow. <laughs> you listened to Ed podcast? I've listened to three total episodes. That's more than anything else I've followed. Besides Ed Upperman, that's it, yeah. What happens if you put a burning ATM inside of a fart locker? Does the methane fucking cause a combustion? The methane? Yeah. What are you, 14? Come on, it's called methane. Fellow, 